G'day humans, what's good player? Chris Funder here with Pretty as Alex for another gesture of wrestling on style, I guess talking weekly wrestling rap, maybe, Alex? <laughs> Indeed, it is time to wrap it up. Um Yeah, so Ooh, you said you had a little bit of news that you wanted to touch on uh from outside the shows we watched this week. A little bit of a scaled back watch. Yeah, um, I did watch NWA Power this week, and that's not really worth talking about. All that's worth talking about is that the show opened up with Billy Corgan and Mickey James, and Mickey James is in the NWA and will be the executive producer for a pay per view called NWA Empowered, Empowered, and it will be a all female pay per view. Which will be interesting. Yeah, it's the night before the 71st anniversary show. I think they said 73, but I could be wrong. More than 70. Yes, yes. Uh, NWA 70 was when they did the final Cody versus Aldis match, and Aldis won the title back, I believe. Yeah, good. Ah. Did they do a trilogy or just two matches? I think they did. Uh, I think they just did two. Yeah, yeah that's all, odd. Yeah, all in, and then the other one. I think the second match was a two out of three falls. Yeah, well then that that sort of makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Two out of three falls. Uh. Next anniversary show, 73rd. 73rd. There you go. Because whatever it is must have got cancelled last year, 72nd, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there it is. Empower. Uh, Stupid spelling. So this is all really strange because of the 90-day no-compete thing, but she's already on NWA. Now, she can keep her name because that's the name she used in TNA. Yeah. Um, Mickey was released with those first batch, wasn't she? Yeah. So... But th- they're still not due up until, I think it's July. Yeah. So I wonder uh... if... I wonder if the whole uh, trash bag situation that happened has anything to do with this. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, like maybe they're like, all right, well, clearly we pissed you off. So here, have a 30-day no-compete instead of a 90 or something like that. Yeah. Um, Do you remember the programming they did i think a couple of youtube shows which are now removed stupidly uh of women's only shows do you remember what name they called those shows i do not no neither do i now it was said in the power studio and that but it was um it had i'm pretty sure it had a different name but i can't think of it now oh anniversary show in st louis does nwa have a big connection to st louis yeah, that's uh, Harley Race's old territory. They used to run a lot of shows back then in St. Louis. 
Fair enough then. Okay. Well, I suppose uh, I'll have a quick look for this show. But um, yeah, anything else you want to sort of mention the um the history of the NWA in St. Louis quickly? Uh not really. Um, what I'd more like to touch on is NWA doing an all female pay per view when they've only got five women on the roster is very intriguing because they have to bring in outside talent. And it'll be really interesting to see what outside talent they bring in. I'm guessing a lot of the uh, AEW women, probably, because they've got a pretty strong uh, working relationship with them. Maybe. Maybe. You don't... You just never know, though. Like, um... Yeah, they're going to have to really bring in some something special to really want people to buy a pay-per-view of uh, a brand that's uh, killing itself slowly by, you know, ending pay-per-views with DQ title matches and stuff like that. So they're going to have to really pull something <coughs> out. Yeah. So I'm going to have a quick look, but I don't think it'll... Uh, pop up for me but yeah um do you know off the top of your head how much these are australian i guess these two I, shows i haven't seen a price for them but i can have a look and see, if, yeah. see if they're on fight yeah yeah if you want to have a quick look at Yeah, because I'm guessing they're going to go through Fight because Fight does all the um, NWA power and um, uh, whatever it is now, pay-per-views. Yeah, I don't see it available yet. Okay. I could have swore they floated around the idea of a... Is that it? Shockwave, was that it? No, Shockwave's no. The, um, the Hollywood tapes. Yeah, I can't remember. I remember them talking about doing a an all-woman's show. Maybe they didn't do it until now. Yeah, I don't remember one at all. But Ah, uh, well. I, yeah, I could be wrong. Now, Alex, shall we go to the rap itself? Yeah, let's wrap it. Okay, so Alex... I'm so, I guess you would have been very excited this week as WWE presented Monday Nitro. Ugh, I wish. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. Tag Team Battle Royale. The Viking Raiders, Eric and Ivar defeat John Morrison on his own, Lindsay Dorado on his own, Mason T-Bar, Randy Orton and Matt Riddle, The New Day, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Wood. Why were there two singles wrestlers in this short tag team battle royale? Ah, uh, because their tag partners were injured. Yeah, I understand that, but did you still need to put them in this battle royale? You couldn't have just done a four-way elimination uh, match? I, I think it was just a way to try to keep The Miz on TV, to be honest. Yeah, okay then. Uh, yeah, but I agree with you. Following that, Jackson Ryder 
Jackson Riker, not Ryder. Mm. My apologies. Well, he he's got a haircut, and he really does look like Zach Ryder now. <laughs> Defeats Elias by count after two minutes. U.S. number one contendership match: Humberto Carrillo versus Ricochet. Ends after five minutes in a double count out. Even though Sheamus was on commentary, he did not interfere. Jeff Hardley defeats Cedric Alexander in six minutes. A tag team match of Oscar and Nikki Cross defeating Charlotte and Rhea Ripley because Charlotte and Rhea bickered the whole match. Mansoor defeats Drew Gulak and Ali was ringside and nobody seemed to care. <laughs> and in your main event, hey, we're doing double duty just like SmackDown because we have no people, even though we fired a lot of people. It is Kofi Kingston with Xavier Woods defeating Matt Riddle. But I suppose the true main of the show, Alex, do you want me to run through it or do you? Run through it, man. I've got PTSD from it. <laughs> okay. So it is, uh, what is it? Alexa's Playground. With Alexa Bliss and Shana comes down the ring. Alexa saying, apologize to my doll. Shana says, I'll apologize. You're just a stupid doll and throws a doll on the ground. And then we cut to a bunch of pre-tape angle camera shots and spooky and the lights go out and everyone's <laughs> vanished. And Shana gets all scared and runs backstage and lights are going on and off and goes into a locker room or dressing room and she looks in the mirror and the doll's in the mirror and she looks behind her and the doll's not there and she looks back in the mirror and the doll's there. <laughs> oh, my. This, this is the worst Raw I've seen in years. And I know I've said that recently, but this is, without a doubt, the worst I've seen in years and years and years. Yeah. Absolutely horrendous, uh, to the point where I haven't even watched uh, the Raw that just happened as we're recording this, and I barely have the um, motivation to do so. Yeah, it. I don't get why Nikki's beaten both the champion and the number one contender, and yet she's not getting a match on the pay-per-view. I don't understand what they're doing with Humberto Carrillo and Ricochet, Elias and Jackson Riker. No one seems to care about Mansoor, Drew Gulak, Ali. No one seems to care about yeah. the fact you have a tag match going in to have people do double duty in the main event. Well, the in-ring main event is stupid. <laughs> and then... Yeah. Because Randy eliminated Kofi earlier in the match and then Xavier eliminated Riddle. It's just... It's stupid. Oh, it's, yeah. And then, yeah, this this had to be seen to be believed and you'll know the year instantly. WCW, Warrior Hogan. When was that? 98. Yeah, okay. Uh, Roughly TNA, around October 98, yep. The TNA mirror angle that they then deleted off the VOD and you can never watch it again. Oh, they only that, did it the once. Is that the Angelina Love Winter one? Yes. Oh, that No, was... no, it's not 
Angelina Love. It's one of the male wrestlers. I did it once. Uh, I don't remember that. It might have been Hogan's Ding. Oh. Oh, I thought you'd know about this. I don't remember it at all. TNA in that time is really easy to forget, though. Damn it. Damn you, Google. Uh, TNA. Impact Wrestling. Mira. Hogan. No. Uh, yeah, Sting in the Mirror. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh. I'm surprised. Would that have been, like, 2011? 2013, it says. Oh, okay, yeah. It's when, um, Hogan was about to turn babyface again. Yep. Where... Yeah, it doesn't matter, but yeah. Doesn't matter. Can't find it. Okay. Yeah, I thought you would know that about that one. Yeah, I, I would have seen it. I just completely forgot all about that one. <laughs> <coughs> like a lot of TNA. Yeah, that time period, man. It's aces and eights is running wild oh, i lost a lot of interest at that point oh man now do you know because i listen to a lot of podcasts about this uh let's start what did um rbr have to say about this did you happen to catch your face at anything about this uh yeah so one of the hosts is like a huge Alexa Bliss fan and has been since her NXT run. And yeah, let's just say he also his most hated wrestler, the one he hates the most is Bray Wyatt. So th- this is like turning his favorite wrestler into his least favorite wrestler. So he was very upset about everything going on with Alexa Bliss. Um, yeah, nothing negative, uh, uh, nothing but negative, I should say. Um, a couple of them were like, oh, at least they're trying something different, but I don't know. How about just try something good? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. let's see. What else do you listen to? Any of uh, Conrad's network? No. Say anything about it? They don't really talk about modern stuff. Um, yeah, I've, I haven't really listened to too much podcast outside of that. So yeah, I don't know what everyone else thinks about it, but I assume it's all negative. Pollock and Ting? Uh, yeah, I haven't listened to them in a couple of weeks. I need to catch back up on them, but yeah, uh, too many podcasts, too little time. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much negative. Yeah, um, I, I assumed that uh, Way would be, like, really depressed about this. Like, what am I doing with my life? Like, <laughs> when Way gets in those sort of moods. Yeah, poor guy. 
Yeah. But um, let's see that. <laughs> John, John I, would have had a lot of fun with it, I would imagine. Like, I think he just seemed more disappointed by the end of the show that that's what they put out. <laughs> yeah. Um, Agnew and Mark Andrada were pretty much in the same boat of, why did you do this? <laughs> yeah. And then the best response I heard all weekend was um, Alvarez and Meltzer, and like Alvarez is saying, oh, the main event segment was um, Bliss and Nixie, Nikki Cross. Uh, was it? Uh, Alexa Bliss and Shayna Baszler in the Playhouse, and Dave goes, you know, I watched that twice, right? <laughs> <laughs> and Brian goes, why would you do that? And he goes, I wanted to make sure what I saw was <laughs> was real. Yeah, fair um, enough, too. Is there any any saving grace, any positive from Raw? Because this is minus five-star territory. <laughs> Yeah, I'm really into RK, bro. Like, yes, I understand Matt Riddle's an absolute piece of trash outside of the ring. But he's very entertaining on Raw. Um, And his pairing with Randy Orton has been the sole highlight of Raw for me these past few weeks. Yeah. Um, Looking on... (laughs) I should pull up my phone and see if it's on Grapple Raw last week and see what Grapple gave it because I'm looking on Cage Match right now <laughs> at 2.28. Yeah, that makes a that, that's a bit higher than I would have thought actually. Well, by comparison, Raw most weeks when I'm looking gets around six. Yeah, so <laughs> it's pretty low. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and the ratings have been in the gargler too. As in uh, viewership for the US. Yeah, Yeah, like for Raw to be doing 1.6 is absolutely insane. Yeah, so uh, AEW smashing NXT still, I'm guessing. Uh, Not at the moment because of the Friday night shows AEW's been doing. AEW's doing like 400,000 on Friday nights. But that's just because, like, it's 10 p.m. on a Friday night. The show's over by midnight. Who's even home to watch that? And if you are home, like, you can't be expecting a massive rating at 10 p.m. on a Friday or any night, to be honest. Yeah, um... Because Grapple only allows matches to be rated that occur in the ring. They don't allow you to rate cinematic uh, cinematic matches. Yeah. Tag Team Battle Royale, two-star. Um, Elias Riker, one-star. Humberto vs. Ricochet, two-star. Cedric Jeff Hardy, two-and-a-half. Oscar Cross, Flair Ripley, two-and-a-half. Drew Gulak vs. Mansoor, one-star. And then Kofi Kingston versus Riddle, uh, three stars. So, yeah, that one's your your lone highlight there of Raw. Yeah. Ah, oh, man, terrible. Minus five stars, Raw. Please be better this week. Spoiler alert, probably not. <laughs> yes, well, it is the, the red brand for a reason. Anyway, NXT time. Go home show for in... 
your house take over NXT yep. US two. Budget's cool. NXT takeover in your house twenty twenty one. Okay, that sounds stupid. <laughs> Why wouldn't you call it takeover in your house too? Every other in your house is numbered. <laughs> can can uh, you not number it because all the other ones were numbered? Like, would this technically be like in your house twenty two or whatever they got up to? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, okay. Matches where only Law can defend Austin Fury. Isaiah Swerve Bro Scott with Anta- Ashante Adonis, B-Fab and Top Dollar defend Killian Dane. A singles match of Mercedes Martinez defeating Marilla Miller. That'll do. Grizzled Young Veterans defeat August Gray and Eichmann Juro. Yep. And main event was Amber Moon defeats Dakota Kai with Raquel Gonzalez by DQ. Um, yeah, outside of the promos and that, for a go-home show, this sort of felt in between for me. It just felt like another week. Yeah, man, this NXT main event scene just does not do it for me. It's like the same sort of guys just rotating in and out of the spot, and now this time it's like all of them in at once. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I don't need to see Amber in the title picture <laughs> for no. a long time because she is a former champion. She's a former tag team champion. She's the one who defeated the current women's champion for the tag team titles. Well, and in that sense, that's why it sort of makes sense to have her challenge the current champ. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, that... just a, it's just a placeholder feud until something important pops up. But what could you build up to for Raquel? Like, who's ready? Ask Yeah, like who's a baby face and who's who's going to be the next big baby face challenger for Raquel? Like, uh, off the top of my head, was it um, they don't the one Tony point. Storm always loses to Zoe Stark? Yeah, maybe. Like that, they just trade wins back and forth. They're just hurting each other by doing that. Um, I'll bring up the roster here in a moment because that's the one that pops straight to my mind. Yeah, like without taking uh, takeover results, it feels like they've got no one ready to get in there. Like, I guess maybe the next logical thing is Shotzi, just because. Of the Ember feud, but who wants to see that? Um, what about Aaliyah? Heel? Um, Frankie Monet? Oh, that's probably going to happen soon. Uh, no, I don't want to go back to EO. No. No, no, that's a takeover result we can discuss in a moment. Oh, Tegan tore her ACL. 
Yeah, she should be coming back soon. She tore it ages ago. I think it was like last year sometime. Yeah. Oh, okay. So she hasn't been back since. No. She's going to start looking like Stone Cold. Oh, man. Yeah, she'll, she should... She should be rocking two knee braces by now. Speaking of women, um, you remember how, like... <laughs> oh, where's this going? No, no. I should have... I was meant to say, speaking of NXT women. Oh, okay. um, Yeah. Yeah, I, I realised how misogynistic that sounded. Oh, speaking about the ladies. No. Immediately um, hits cancelled button. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, like, so remember when Chelsea Green debuted in NXT, she broke her arm and then she came back a while later with Robert Stone. And then she debuts on SmackDown and broke her arm. Yeah. Well, she said this week she had a, she's now fully cleared to wrestle again. And then in her first training session, she hurt her arm again. Really? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, like, oof. Like, if you keep getting the exact same injury, maybe it's time to start rethinking what you're doing. And Tegan Knox is another one that sort of pops into my mind when I think of that. Maybe, um, yeah, I'm not Kelsey so... Green needs, like, a an arm brace or something, then if that's... Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, and I, I'm not saying quit the business because you keep getting injured because that's just not fair. I'm just saying, like, yeah, change something. <laughs> I don't know what, like, yeah, if Tegan Knox keeps hurting her knee, maybe she should do things to sort of avoid landing on her knee so much or like putting pressure on it. Yeah. Um, thumb sideways NXT. I think most of the stuff was saved for the takeover, but we can discuss that shortly. <laughs> Yeah, Grimes and DBRC and LA Knight was once again the highlight of NXT. Other than that, completely forgettable, completely missable. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thumbs, yeah. Uh, thumbs in the middle. Yeah, I agree. Did you have time for Friday night smack of Danif? I did. Oh, man. Saturday morning was quite a busy morning of wrestling for me. Yeah. <laughs> so we kicked off with a tag team match. Big E and Kevin Owens versus, sorry, defeating Apollo Crews and Sami Zayn with Commander Aziz in Cruz's corner. A singles match of Liv Morgan defeating Carmella. Montez Ford uh, defeats Chad Gable by DQ. And in the main event, Shinsuke Nakamura with Rick Bogues defeats King Corbin. <laughs> this was a nothing there match-wise show, was it? Nah, it wasn't about the matches this week. Um, it was all about the Roman Reigns stuff, as per usual. The Rey Mysterio feud with Roman now is a pretty intriguing thing. I really don't think they've had much to do with each other in ring before. So that'll be interesting to see that match up. Um, Reigns and Roman. Yeah. Other uh, than Ra probably oh, yeah. Ray Mysterio and Roman. Yeah, Ray and Roman. 
Not Reigns and Roman. <laughs> He's gonna clone himself. <laughs> yeah, no, you meant you meant uh, 2005 WWE superstar Luther Reigns, right? No, <laughs> no one. <laughs> no one remember. Okay, fair what enough. What about? What about? Oh no, he's got a different last name. I was going to say Mason, but it's Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, um, yeah, head of the table. Uh, probably a few like Royal Rumble, maybe Survivor Series type uh, interactions, but other than that, nothing I can think of. Yeah, it's only been like Survivor Series and Rumble that they've interacted. Um, yeah, so the big news from SmackDown this week was uh, the horrifying image of Otis without a beard. <laughs> oh, speaking of beards, Braun shaved his. Yeah, yeah. Um, very interesting. Very interesting. Um, there's a lot of rumors about Braun. Like, that AEW really wants him and stuff. Oh, no. Yeah, that, like, Mark Henry's, like, really pushing to bring in Braun Strowman. TNA, TNA. Yeah, oh, my goodness. They are dangerously getting close to that level where they're starting to get too many former guys who are starting to be positioned more regularly on Dynamite over their young up-and-comers and and their sort of um, core founding roster. So I don't want that to happen. I um, always disagree with that sort of opinion about like, oh, don't bring in too many people from WWE because that's what the wrestling business is, always has been. Like just bringing in people from other promotions like, the rock and wrestling thing would never have happened if Vince didn't practically steal everyone from AWA. Like, yeah, but to to that point, you can't bring in all these older guys and then three, four months down the line go, hmm, why is no one over in our company? Uh, and I guess, I guess, a- a- I guess w- so. I get AEW is different than WWE and WWE hasn't really built up anyone for the future in the past five years other than somehow stumbling across uh, Brian, despite the fans, somehow getting Becky because of Nia Jack's sheer uh, poor placement, shall we say? Yeah. Against Ronda. Otherwise, she would have been that Survivor Series match lost to Ronda, and that would have been the last you really heard of Becky being a main eventer. Because Charlotte took her place in that Survivor Series match against Ronda. Yeah. And then the last one would have been Roman Reigns. After so many years, they went, fine, we'll lean into him being a heel. Yeah. (laughs) Ah, man. Um, Yeah. I suppose we'll come back full circle. Roman Reigns, constant highlight on SmackDown. Other than that, Fun sideways. Uh, match-wise, very skippable show. You could probably catch up in five minutes on YouTube clips. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thumbs down. <laughs> Ooh, negative this week. 
Yeah, I, I can't get the image of shaved Otis out of my head, and it's haunting me. Yeah. No, thanks. But Alex, you had uh, had some time. You're on the scale. The referees gave you the all clear, and you headed over to 205 Live. I watched one match from it, so <laughs> don't get your hopes up too much, humans. I only watched the opening match. Thank God they put it at the very start. Now, uh, what do you think yeah. of Vic Joseph and Nigel McGuinness? Because oh, it's been great. a while since you've heard these guys. Yeah, it's been a long time since I heard both of these guys. I've honestly had no idea Nigel McGuinness was still in the company. <laughs> um, you thought he was just shipped over to the UK. Yeah, I, I didn't think he was still like in America or whatever. I thought, oh, maybe he's just in England and he just does the occasional UK taping and that's it. But yeah, I, I had no idea. Um, yeah, they're fantastic. They're both really good. Yeah, never mind that. We've got a perfectly good commentator right here. Say hello to. And non Burke. Yeah. Oh man. That that lasted long. Two, three months. <laughs> if that. Who have they got now? Jimmy Smith. Yeah, say hello to Mr. Smith. Yeah. Still not winning me over. Although it's the position they're putting them in. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know if it's the commentator's fault anymore. But um, Pat McAfee seems to be doing all right on SmackDown. He's really good on SmackDown, actually. Yeah. It also helps that it's a two-man booth and they've got the more experienced guy doing most of the work. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Results. 205 Live, 235. Singles match of Sunil Singh, who is defeated by Grayson Walker? Walker? Walla. 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 Oh, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is what I tuned in for. Thankfully, they kept it brief. Um, yeah, this was awesome. It was really cool to see the debut of Grayson Waller, um, the former Matty Wahlberg, for those not in the know, um, a guy that I... I've given numerous uh, domestic awards to in our last couple of award shows. Yeah. Hang on, I'll bring it up. Um, I'm surprised he's on TV so quick. I'm surprised he's, um, like, when he was announced that he was signed, it was like two or three weeks, and he was over there. The last takeover as security was like his first uh, first time on TV, like as an on-camera role for the company, wasn't it? Yeah. And then he's since done security like a number of times, um, random backstage guy a number of times, and now also wrestling. Yeah. yeah it's really, really good to see. Um, uh, I, The name thing doesn't really bother me. It's one of those things where it's like, Eh, what are you going to do? Because he'll make it work. Oh, a name like was it JR who'd always say, "Oh, you 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 can't win the world title with 
such and such name. Like, was it JR or Cornette who'd always say you can't like yeah, have yeah. a stupid name and challenge for the world title? Yeah, I think that's corny. Yeah. Oh, mankind has won the world title. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, 2019 domestic rising star of the year, Matty Wahlberg, from me. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting there. Sorry. I've pulled mine up too. So uh, Best promo, 2019 for Alex. Uh, so, yeah, he's got a, got a couple there. Best promo, as I just said, 2019. Uh, Alex's rising star for 2019. Um, My domestic... Domestic male. wrestler of the year for 2019. Uh, yeah. And I'm shocked I didn't give it to him in 2020, to be honest. Oh, yeah, I gave it a... We both gave it a Rocky. That makes sense. And appeared on your 2020 uh, event of the year, Rick South for the boys. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'm a big fan of him, <laughs> to yeah. say the least. Uh, he, he is legitimately the reason I started watching PWA because of Australian Survivor. Yeah. Yeah. They've uh, done a couple of documentaries. I'm not sure if they've been moved onto uh, Fight or if they're on YouTube or something else now of PWAs where they've done um, uh, like little sit down interviews with Wahlberg and that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not too sure either. Um, yeah. I, I was so blown away by the fact that he's already like on TV and he's already winning matches. Yeah. Um, where is he listed then? Because if he's 205 live, is he G for... Or is he still listed as... Oh, no. Here. There you are. He's, uh, yeah, now been moved from the PC into the 205 uh, rosters. Ah, right. Ah, very good, very good. Um, Jeez, he was signed in March. That's three three months and he's already on, less than three months and he's been on TV and had his debut win. Yeah, exactly. Um. Crazy stuff. Uh, I really hope we get to see Steph Delanda soon now. Now we can just worry about getting her on telly. And bringing back Tony Modra. <laughs> and Daniel Bedeau. Uh, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they've just been silently released, unfortunately. <laughs> but, yeah. but, like, gosh, how do you drop the ball on Vink? He's well, got everything. Throw it to his ankles and he can't bend over and pick it up. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that was Horrible. a cheap shot. I'm sorry. Horrible. <laughs> hey, you see the way Eston's played lately. That's what we like to do. We like to handball <laughs> it at the shoelaces. <laughs> Actually, um, I went for a kick of the footy yesterday with a couple of mates so we could kick the footy for about two hours and i'm in a lot of leg pain <laughs> <laughs> um 
yeah, main event tag team match. Two five five is what it is. It is the modern equivalent of WWECW. There's no women's division. There's no tag division. There's no seconds division. There's barely even a world division on there for the cruiserweights because the title's now on NXT and NXT UK. So, yeah, like the title's not even on NXT at. Uh, on 205 anymore so like what are they even fighting for extra nxt matches basically is the point of this show is like a velocity for them yeah momentum (laughs) uh that's a good one um (laughs) yeah main event aria davari tony nice to think uh ari sterling and asha haley yeah I didn't it is watch what it is. Did you, you watched the Wahlberg match though? Yeah, yeah, really yeah. good match. Um, so uh, terrified live. Uh, it is what it is. Patriotic thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's awesome. Put the title on Walla. I I was more surprised that he is two o five or less. <laughs> oh, you're gonna make me look this up, aren't you? Like. He doesn't look 205. He looks more than that. Like, it's not well, like his... Two, 205 is 100 kilos. I'm under 100 kilos. Oh, I guess, yeah. Because uh, I wasn't able to find any of his like, weight or height or anything like that online. Yeah, it's not, not on his, um, his cage match profile. Oh, I changed his Twitter handle. Yeah. Yeah, I just started a new profile. Yeah, you reckon, right? Uh, Anyhow, um, good to see the guy get a win. Uh, Hopefully, more will come of it. Um, There has been guys like um, Mansoor, who's done like a few months on something like a main event and then has gone regular TV matches. So, Hopefully it's something like that, and even if he goes to NXT for a while and slowly works his way up there, that'd be good. Ooh, you do know who the current Cruiserweight champion is? Oh, it's not Escobar, is it? Oh, no, it's Kushida. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a, um, that'd be a hell of a match, because I, I was going to say... I yeah, was going to say, like, Wahlberg's, like... A heel and always should be to be honest um but so building up a heel right now makes me think oh yeah well you got a baby face champion and you're building up a new heel so maybe yeah that is in his future just trying to think was he a part of the um new japan show last year but i don't know nah, the year before i don't think he was no nah. uh not uh 20 20- Whatever it is, 2018. Oh, I don't think he was. February. Oh, he would have been filming Survivor maybe then. Might have been, actually. Nah, he wasn't part of that then. Because I, I know Kashida was on that. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs>
Leave it in. <laughs> Ow, my ears. Yeah, I was going to say, Ketis was right on my lap when he decided to start barking at the mailman. Um, yeah, anyway, I was going to say Kashida was on that tour I was a part of, but um, no, Wahlberg wasn't there. Uh, what do you say? Stay periodic, thumbs up. Give him the title. Yeah, yeah, give him the belt. Okay, from there, late night dynamite. Uh, singles match of Christian Cage to think and Helico with Jack Evans and Matt Hardy in, in Helico's corner. Six man tag team match of Death Triangle, Puck, Penta, and Eddie Kingston to think the Young Bucks and Brendan Cutler. TNT Championship match, Miro defeating Evil Uno. Lance Archer with Jake Roberts defeats uh, Chandler Hopkins. In a, under a minute. I'm not familiar with this guy. Is he someone more on dark and elevation? No, I think it was just someone for Lance Archer to squash. Okay. Uh, Nyla Rose with Vicky Guerrero defeats Layla Hirsch. And in the main event, Adam Page and Ten defeat Team Taz, Brian Cage, and Powerhouse Hobbs with Hook and Ricky Starks ringside. Uh, yeah, these are becoming a bit of a slog to get through coming home Saturday. <laughs> two hours of SmackDown, uh, half hour of 205 Live this week, and then this. Uh, yeah. It's an all right show. It's just it needs to go back to uh, Wednesdays. Yeah. My biggest question coming out of Dynamite is, um, does everyone in wrestling uh, that's that has the last name Anderson get born at the age of 40. <laughs> because yeah. just like his dad, Brock Anderson looks like he's about 40 already. <laughs> and his career just started. Wow. At 40? No, but he looks 40. Just, oh. like how his, just like how his dad always looked like he was 40 until he turned 40, so then he looked 60. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, just looks like a dude that's born a full-grown adult. Anyway, um, Brock Anderson debuting is very intriguing to me because I'm a massive Arn Anderson fan, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with that, him teaming with Cody. Uh, if I can take just a quick stroll down memory lane for all the humans out there, I believe yeah. it was like WCW 1994. Uh, yeah. Dustin Rhodes and Arn Anderson versus uh, Bunkhouse Buck and I believe Terry Funk, maybe some someone else from Colonel Parker's stable. Uh, the entire match, Dustin's selling. And he goes to tag in Arn, who's his partner, and Arn quickly hits the DDT on Dustin, and then joins up with the heel faction. I'm wondering if that's exactly what's going to happen with Cody and Brock teaming up. So Cody's selling, Cody tags in Brock, Brock attacks Cody, Brock Anderson joins uh, QT Marshall's faction. The factory. Yeah, the factory, that's it. I forgot the name of it. Um yeah, so I'm just wondering, because they've done a lot of nods to 
previous like incarnations of the Rhodes family storylines and stuff like that in AEW. Like the I don't need a friend, I need my brother. Like Dusty did that with Dustin back in the day. I don't need a, a partner, I'd I need my son and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if that's exactly what's gonna happen next week on Dynamite. Yeah. So two more weeks of this, a Friday night and a Saturday night, and then they're on the road, they're out of Daly's place. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm so excited for them to go back to Thursdays here in Australia just because finding time on the weekend to watch wrestling, just not fun. At least you're watching it live. You're not watching it at, like, 8 o'clock at night starting. Yeah, yeah, well, actually, this week I watched uh, Dynamite at around dinner time because I took Eliza out to this place and I was a good boyfriend. I took her out for a nice date. Oh, we had crepes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard uh, I heard Vince Russo got a ousted it as head booker and you're no longer in lockdown yeah yeah uh, it's been a couple of weeks now so i'm pretty happy um took been taking eliza out i've just been craving going out and having a coffee just like a we coffee, have coffee at, a at home <laughs> i know but i just i just want a nice like coffee at a cafe maybe have a cheeky slice <laughs> <laughs> slice bread number two Yes. You were the man with a plan. Oh, my God. All the Brian Kendrick references lately. (laughs) He's a good guy. (laughs) He's a great guy. Um, Oh, man. Just bring back Ezekiel Jackson already. (laughs) Yeah, well, they're not going to go with my plan of uh, having almost turn on AJ and team with Kendrick. Anyhow. More stupid time slots for Dynamite, and then, yeah, as they go on the road, they're back to their regular time slot. Yeah, Um, they announced, like, yeah, it's going to be Road Rager, Fighter Fest, and Fight for the Fallen. Yeah, so I'm excited. I'm just done with, yeah, Fridays. It's a good show still. It's just, it's a drag. After I come home, even if I'm watching SmackDown on full forward, it's still a drag to then have to watch Dynamite. If I'm coming home and watching Dynamite four o'clock in the afternoon, it's a lot better. Yeah, I would say that this was still, like, once again, another paint-by-numbers Dynamite. The last couple of weeks have been pretty meh for me. So I'm going to do something rare. Thumbs in the middle, Dynamite. (laughs) I am shocked. (laughs) I'm not that shocked. But shocked. Uh, should we talk about the pay-per-view this week? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. WWE. Oh my god. Oh my god. It is WWE NXT Takeover in your house 2021 with Todd Pappengill. Pappengill, come on, man. What did I say? Not Pat and Gil. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention this. Did you see this clip on uh, normal NXT during the go home? There's Triple H 
and William Regal and Poppy. And yeah. Poppy's explaining how she presses a button and her music goes out and Triple H is acting like the most undigitally connected person. And that's, then... ki- that's kind of been like an ongoing thing with Triple H's Triple H and Shawn Michaels don't know technology. <laughs> well, they don't know tanks. No, they don't. They can't tell the difference between a Jeep and a tank. <laughs> um, and then, uh, um, not Sam, uh, Dexter Loomis comes in <laughs> and he gives Poppy a painting and Poppy hugs him. And Triple H is looking all creepy over the shoulder and Regal's trying not to laugh. And Indy walks in and goes, Dexter, how could you? Yeah. How good's the Dexter and Indy stuff? I love it. Yeah, it's good. I just did need, like, Regal and Triple H to try not to piss themselves laughing in the background. (laughs) Yeah. Also, Poppy, thanks for coming, I guess. She's totally going to have a tag match at a takeover. Oh, please don't. They've totally set it up that way. Did you watch pre-show? Because I did not. I did not either. Was okay. there a match on it? I don't think so. Yeah, there conflicting be, reports yeah. that there was a match, but it was taped for TV, or that it didn't air on the pre-show or something. Okay. But I didn't watch the pre-show, so let's get into it. Uh, it is an NXT North American Championship and NXT Tag Team Championship six-man tag team trios match winner take all. Yep. Uh, 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 what? Oh, it sort of made sense with the feud. Like, Legato Del Fantasma wants all the belts. and It's a very, like... I understand your complaints with it, but it's a very in-your-house sort of throwback. Like, um, I think it was like in-your-house three or four or something, and they did Sean and Diesel, like Diesel the WWF champ, Sean the Intercontinental champ, versus Yokozuna and Owen Hart, the tag champs, the winning team gets all the titles, and Sean and Diesel won. Yeah, yeah, I know that. But um, <laughs> isn't that what a pittance? Hey, isn't that where he wins the tag title and then goes, "What a pittance"? Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, and it was one of the many times in that era that Sean vacates a title like immediately afterwards. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I like that idea where each side is putting up a title. Yeah. This, to me, was weird. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Bronson Reed and MSK, former uh, Rascals, part of the Treehouse, TNA, blah, 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 blah. These guys have never teamed before, am I right? Yeah, but they've been like consistently like hanging out on tv like the last month or so so they have this match against the guerrero del fantasma walking wild raul mendoza santos escobar santos escobar here the former 
cruiserweight champion. Don't get me wrong, it's a good match. I just have a problem with the finish here. What's Where, wrong with the finish? Like, not so much the finish, I guess, the result. Yeah, I, I totally thought Legado del Fantasma was going to win this. Yeah, so MSK hit their tag team finisher on, uh, I think it was DJZ. Yeah. Yeah, as Bronson's uh, taken Escobar, he's pushed him through the guardrail on the outside, walks back around, gets back on the apron, hits his finisher, and the champs retain. Now, the Gerardau Fantasma's breaking up after this, right? You have to assume, like, Santos Escobar's going to be like, yeah, you guys are losers, get away from me. Because... I don't, they've challenged for the titles, I think the tag titles twice before, and then no, this match. Maybe more. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, surely Santos goes, yeah, I'm done with you guys, and breaks off, or they kick it out. Um, I'm pretty sure it was uh, DJZ, uh, who is, is it Walk In Wilds, DJZ? Yeah. Who got pinned. And they'll kick him out of the group. Because yeah, I don't understand why you <laughs> you beat a three man trios team who are chasing gold. <laughs> I think the only reason they did it like this is so that Santos Escobar could challenge for a title and not have to eat a pin. You, you... You couldn't have put somebody else in this match then that causes um, dissension between the two, the Garrett Alphantasma members and, yeah, maybe. I don't know, uh, Dexter Loomis, because he didn't have anything to do on this show. Yeah. I'd rather not see Dexter Loomis wrestle. The draw with Dexter isn't his wrestling, that's for sure. Um, but, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. You have I do. somebody other than Santos in that role. Yeah. So then when they lose, your immediate thought isn't, well, they should be breaking up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, next match here was Xia with Boa and Ying uh, defeating Mercedes Martinez. A lot of throwback here to their uh, May Young Classic match four years ago, I think they said. Yeah, I, I don't know why they keep referencing that match because it just wasn't a good match. Shouldn't you try to, like, forget about it a bit? <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, Zylee was so new then and she's come along so much more since then. She's that... almost unrecognisable now. Like, yeah. In terms of her in-ring and her just physical look like she looks like a completely different human yeah and that's the thing too you don't want to um be reminding someone of of uh negatives or past failings or something like that and it's just yeah i don't understand why they want to keep uh bringing this up but they do and i don't know maybe it's me just looking on the outside going i don't understand fully what <laughs> the end goal of this faction is, but uh, I'm intrigued. 
Yeah, it, it'd be like, you know, during Triple H's reign of terror, they started showing clips of the Ultimate Warrior squashing him. Like, yes, we get it. He's been around that long. or He's got history here, but you're not exactly reminding us of him in a positive light. And that's oh. what they're doing here with Zaya. Was it the the night Brit won the um the women's oh, title in AEW? They put up a clip of um I think it was Night Jack squashing I, her. Yeah. On their Instagram. On WWE's Instagram, yeah. It's yeah, like just oh, petty okay. as hell. Yeah. Yeah, that's a like a genuine WCW move. <laughs> like I understand that because that speaks for itself as why you're doing it. Yeah. This, I don't, like, other than to say, yes, the Hale has grown a lot, but I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. I thought, I thought her character growth throughout this was enough. And yeah. It, and if, if anyone out there is going to say like, yeah, but like, how can you forget Mercedes Martinez versus Zia Lee in the Mae Young classic? Shut up. You're lying. No one remembered that until they brought this up. <laughs> yeah, Love you I... humans, but sh- shush. <laughs> yeah, not even I remembered that. <laughs> no, no, and I remember almost everything, but I almost, but I do not remember that. I did not even remember Mercedes Martinez ever being in the Mayon Classic. <laughs> I couldn't tell you who she faced around before or the next round without looking it up. <laughs> Yeah, hang on, uh, I'm, I'm going to look it up, but keep talking. Yeah, um, she's doing a lot better for herself than Reckoning at the moment. Oh, man. Yeah, just, it's really sad. Yeah, where is Reckoning? Oh, that's right, she signed a SmackDown as <laughs> Reckoning still. Yeah. Where's her okay. husband? Oh, that's that's the big question. No one knows. Like, oh, he's on Raw. Apparently, yeah, he's on Raw, but like, no one knows where he actually is. Like, I was shocked he he wasn't one of the people released. Yeah, I don't know. Um, did you see it? Yeah. So Mercedes Martinez beat Zia Lee in the first round, episode two. Ooh, and then went on to beat. Princessa Suja hit. I don't know how to say that correctly, but yeah, some uh, CMLL wrestler, and then she went on to beat Abby Laith, who I don't remember who that is either. Oh, that is uh, Kimberly from Impact, ah. and yep. then she, then Mercedes lost to Shayna Baszler. And then Shayna Baszler lost to Kyrie Sane in the final. Wrong decision. Oh, uh, nah, Kyrie. Oh, uh, maybe. Man, Serena Deeb was in that tournament. Yeah, yeah. We've done this before. We've looked at the tournaments. <laughs> yeah, Marty Bell. <sighs> yeah. Um, speaking of women's wrestling, the. Oh, no, no, no. We can't skip over this match. Uh, WWE Million Dollar Championship Ladder Match of 
Cameron Grimes versus LA Knight. Yeah. yeah. Um, this was my match of the night oh boy yeah I thought this was a lot of fun I thought the hype up videos were great I thought in between the ring like in between the belts they were very good it was a very solid match Um, yeah I thought this was a lot of fun the right person won, I believe, because like this was their quote unquote biggest crowd ever in the CWC. And Cameron Grimes wasn't a heel when he came out. The crowd were too into him. Yeah. So having LA Knight win sort of suits the title a bit better. Like you can't have a baby face million dollar champion. I like was it gonna. It didn't work for Virgil. <laughs> Vincent. Yeah, it was pre-Vincent. Uh. Oh yeah. You know the reason behind those names. Yeah, yeah. It's just petty back and forth stuff. Like imagine it. If uh, Virgil came along now, he'd be called like Tony. Or, like, Billy. Yeah, I'm surprised. <laughs> Maybe like, Scott. <laughs> oh, Damore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't remember the New Japan guy, so I'm just going to say, like, Harold. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't done that recently with anyone. Yeah, right? They, they love those sort of shots. There was that rumour that the whole Robert Stone character was like a was like a parody of Tony Khan. Uh, maybe, but not enough to clearly see it. No, like, I get it with the glasses and the hair and stuff, but that's about it. Um, yeah, as far as matches go tonight, this was my favourite. <laughs> oh, good. Um, yeah. My only point was... I didn't like the result. You're right about what you said when Grimes came out, he was over too much to the fans. Yeah. I still would have liked them to go to Grimes. So Ted DiBiase has to put on this guy. So then you get more vignettes of um, Ted having to like manage Grimes, like even though he doesn't want to and like secretly... Trying to give, like, Grimes a classy makeover, like, trying to make him more classy and stuff. Yeah, or even secret, like, he's forced to be his manager for a while, and then he has to try to secretly go and see LA Knight to try to get him to win the title back off of Grimes or somebody else. Because I think you'd have a lot more run in that uh, for the beginning than Grimes trying to chase his title now. Yeah, I I somewhat agree, but I I actually disagree in the sense that I think that there's more uh, possibilities with Grimes chasing the title as just pretty much a comedy sort of babyface that he is. And I suppose um, now that yeah. this is here, where does this title go? How long does it stay around for? Is there uh, an end game for this title? 
I do not see this title lasting past December. I do not see this title making it to 2022. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't see it hanging around for a year. Do you no. think Knight like, works his way to the North American title and then vacates it or something? Yeah, maybe something like that. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what you do. Maybe Cameron Grimes finally wins it and then it's just like, and then to get the final laugh on Ted DiBiase, he destroys the title. Sells it back to Ted for a ridiculous amount so he gets more of Ted's money. Maybe something like that, yeah. The, something to completely write off the title and, yeah, and th- that happens when Cameron Grimes finally wins it. The um the lockbox that they hung it from, from up above the ring, I thought that was a nice touch for this title that doesn't have a traditional uh, strap to it. Yeah, I, I thought it was actually really cool looking. Um, old LA Knight had a bit of a tough time unhooking it. It gave me flashbacks to Jack Swagger winning Money in the Bank at WrestleMania 26, and it took him like five minutes to unhook the briefcase. But they don't worry, it's they didn't include that in on the network version. <laughs> Who do you cash in on? Uh, Chris Jericho, like the next SmackDown. Oh, did he win? Yeah. Oh, did he win? Stupid question, Chris. Everyone won up until Cena. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the the inner circle exploded. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, who were, I was talking to someone the other day about... Um, uh, in a circle. Um, oh, one of the uh, up next viewers, um, Dickie Bird, and he was yeah. were talking about the NXT Australia tour, saying how uh, FTR and Dillinger were on the tour. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and he, uh, I think the Gold Coast show had like a six-man tag team match involving those three guys on the same team. Oh, wow. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, that's um, awesome. I love stuff like that. Actually, yeah. little little nod to the past, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anywho, uh, yeah, good good match. Interesting to see where this goes in the week to come. Yeah, this was my biggest highlight of the entire show, and a lot of this has to do with the the build up to this feud. It was great. Time is going to continue anyway. Yeah. Co-main event of the evening, NXT Women's Championship match. Big Lady Cool, Raquel Gonzalez, accompanied by Heartbreak Kid, Dakota Kai. Um, Raquel's the champion here versus Ember Moon. Now, I like Dakota's new hair. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> ooh, yeah, yeah. It's bright. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, yeah, very eye-catching is Dakota Kai. <laughs> That's all I'll say without sounding like a pig. <laughs> terrible, terrible man. Now, this match was credit to the ladies. They were trying, but Amber's been here. She's done this before. She's been champion before, then lost, then re-challenged. And then went up to main roster, and now she's back here, and it's just like, uh, 
it just doesn't excite me. Yeah, it'd be like bringing back Finn Balor into NXT and then putting the putting him in title matches. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how I felt about this. Was like, uh, it's is how I felt about Finn Balor. Like, mm, saying all this before years ago. Don't you mean fuck Bella? Yeah, fuck Bella. <laughs> because yeah. of his Tartatron, what an idiot. Yeah, the fuck Prime. Oh. No, we love Amazon Prime because it gives us stuff. Yeah, the, yeah Finn Balor, the Prime possum. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm going to do on Fugs is bring him out to Australia and then, wait, who's got Heenan? You got, got Heenan still? Yeah, I've got Heenan still. Okay. So I can have, I can, what I can do is I can win like a, a punishable match by you. So you have to come out to Australia, put Heenan in a prime possum match. Oh, man. But it has to oh. go on before 7 o'clock. Oh, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah, uh, the, there's like a 7 o'clock time limit if the match doesn't, doesn't end by seven o'clock. Uh, they get no dinner. They get no dinner before bedtime, and they have to just go straight to bed. Oh, uh, man. Um, it's it's a good match in ring wise. It's just it just feels like it's treading old ground, and NXT has done that a lot lately. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Right result here, Raquel winning. Dakota, I may have missed some bits, but I don't think she got too involved on the outside, did she? No, not really. No. Yeah. So there, there's no real claim there for a rematch either, um, thankfully. <laughs> yes. Hopefully. Now, main event time. It is the NXT Men's Championship Fatal five-way match, except it's not elimination, so it's just a five-way match. <laughs> I don't get why they call it fatal four-way, fatal five-way, but it's not elimination. Well, it, the the fatal and the triple threats, like, those ones are not elimination, and then the elimination matches are specifically called elimination matches. Yeah. This match went long. This match, I thought, went longer than it did with the time I'm looking at at 26 minutes. I thought this went a lot longer. Dude, I have so many thoughts on this match. But yeah. the, ma the main thing I have to say about this is I hated it. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. So... Going into this match is Killian Cross, your champion, versus Adam Cole, who has been champion recently, or no? Yeah, and Cross has been him recently. Yeah. Um, Kyle O'Reilly, who's challenged recently. Pete Dunne, I don't think has challenged in a singles match, at least against Cross for the title. No, and John. Cross. And Gargano, who's been champion a few times as well. And 
this match to me, as soon as it was confirmed as being a five-way match, I'm like, okay, Gargano's there to take the pinfall. We're either getting done as champion or Cross is going to retain. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thought there was no chance Cross was losing this match. Um, so for that reason alone, it was like, oh, let's just get it over and done with. Maybe they got a big twist at the end or something. I don't know. Someone comes out, makes things interesting. No, not really. This was just so paint by numbers. The same, like, yeah, Pete Dunn's challenged the NXT title in recent months before Carrion had it. Like, Kyle O'Reilly had that feud with Bella. Pete Dunn had the feud with Bella. Johnny Gargano is, like, synonymous with feuding for that title and failing. Adam Cole, like, True. had that title recently. Um, it, it just feels like more of the same old, even though, like, this whole combination has never happened before. But it feels, it just feels like we're doing the same thing over again. Like, this is a completely fresh match that feels completely stale. Yeah, and I think the thing with that was, didn't we have either a match involving some of these people or a contract signing and Cross sort of laid out everyone in the past two weeks sometime on TV? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, yeah, this match just... This dragged, man. Same old bullcrap. Someone gets taken out, and then someone else gets taken out, and then three people are laying on the outside, two people wrestle, then one person gets taken out, and another person comes in. It's just dumb. I hate yeah. that formula so much. And the whole NXT main event style, like the whole, like, We've oh got to go along I... for a big match. Yeah, and the whole, like, looking shocked, staring at your hands, your eyes wide open, like, I can't believe you kicked out of this move that no one's ever, like, that no one has ever not kicked out of before. Like, I've never beaten anyone with this move, but I'm so shocked you kicked out of it. Like, oh, I hate that stuff. It's so cheesy. It's, like, it is, like, blatantly, like, Yes, Shawn Michaels is the coach at NXT for the main event stuff, but all of these matches feel like they're trying too hard to be a Shawn Michaels match. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, it's like... Oh, O'Reilly challenged Balor as well. Yeah, yeah, they had that feud um, where they, like, killed each other and they both got injured. (laughs) That's right, too. I forgot about that. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah, as Cornette would commonly say, it used to be the marks were in the audience thinking thinking that, uh, oh, man, they're really hurting each other, but we're not. But now the marks are in the ring and the crowd's in the audience saying, oh, these guys are real fake or whatever the Cornette phrase is, the point being is that the marks are in the ring now because they're actually hurting themselves and this match was just 
Oh, so boring, man. So boring. Yeah, I can't remember when that. Um, oh, it was on one of the TVs, wasn't it? Where they did that stupid four-way Iron Man match. Yeah, it was on telly. Ah, stupid. But um, it was terrible. Um, the in your house setup is fine, but they don't really do anything in your housey with it. Like the graphics are still that NXT weird looking eagle thing graphic. Yeah, they brought Todd Pengill in and they did a couple of things from Todd's heyday, which was cool. But, like, besides that, yeah. They they should have done something stupid. Like, like when I think of, like, In Your House, I think of, like, some of the ridiculous match gimmicks they tried on it back in the day. Like, like your hog pen matches or, like, your crybaby matches, stuff like that. Like... Do something like that for one of these. Yeah. Do a, do a hog pen match. Fuck it. Like, it'll be fun. Yeah, why not? Yeah, exactly. Um, like, you, you could do it. Like, Cameron Grimes is kind of hillbilly-ish. You could do it with him. Yeah, true, true. The, um... Oh, what is it? The, the, the... The um uh like there's a yeah, like you said, there's a bunch of weird championship um or non championship match stipulations you could do. Yeah. Like people forget like the first ever Hell in a Cell match was actually an in your house pay per view. <laughs> because yeah. it was it was in your house bad blood. That's gotta be kind. Yeah, like yeah, it would have been cool if they tried something a bit different for this pay-per-view. Um, overall, in the very end, William Regal quits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that was a bit weird. Yeah, so I read something today saying that uh, one of the people that got released in that first batch uh, is coming to NXT to take over the William Regal role. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I heard too. You might as well say it now if you want. Okay, good. You heard it too. Uh, Samoa Joe. Yeah, so it, it uh, seems that he won't be cleared for in-ring action. No. Um, so he's going to be in an authority role, which would be interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of... Like, I'm happy for him that he kept his job or got a new job, or whatever. But, man, I would have been interested to see, like, what he could be able to do out of WWE. Like, if he would just be like, oh, bugger it, I'll wrestle anyway, even if I'm not cleared, because there isn't the WWE system to fight against me on this now. Or if he would have just, like, yeah, continued into being a broadcaster for another company or something. But Samoa Joe coming back is, if he's not going to wrestle, this is probably the best place for him, is WWE. Yeah, 
I agree. Yeah. Plus like, you'll have Sting AEW, and that. Yeah, and AEW has like way too many commentators as it is. Yeah, it does. So yeah, I think it's a good fit. Um it'll be interesting, like yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he fits into that authority role, which I think should just be scrapped anyway. <laughs> like it's I, t- 2021, <laughs> like, authority roles are, have been around for way too long. Yeah, but I think if you're going to do it, do it properly, because in NXT you have a general manager, and on Raw and SmackDown you just sort of have two backstage people who are like, uh, the McMahon's left and they got rid of the GMs. I'm in yeah. charge now because I say so. Yeah, like Sonya Deville, why? Uh, because SmackDown needed somebody and uh, yeah. Adam Pearce wanted the night off, I guess. Yeah, except Sonya Deville's on both shows. So was Adam Pearce for a while. Yeah, they both are. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's just so uh, it's so confusing. Uh, yeah, the, like, the hierarchy is just confusing as hell. Either do it properly or don't do it at all. Yep. Um, yeah, that stupid four-way Iron Man match for the vacant championship. Crap. <laughs> Absolutely. But this, like, he's cleaned out the entire division now. Cross has in this one match. Dunn yep. can't challenge, or Dunn shouldn't challenge. Um, O'Reilly shouldn't challenge. Cole shouldn't challenge. Uh, Gargano, who was someone who's just lost the North American title, who you could have had as like a takeover after this challenger, shouldn't be challenging. And yeah, I, I somewhat disagree because only one person got tapped out in this, and that was Kyle O'Reilly. So you could. You could try and do like Cross versus like Dunn or Cross versus Gargano or Cross versus Cole because they didn't get pinned or tap out, I guess. I'd prefer they didn't, but you could still do it. Yeah, looking up and down the list here. Yeah, I was just blown away by Adam Cole's shoot name. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Crazy. Unless you're going someone like a Cameron Grimes, I guess. Um, I wouldn't put uh, Oni Lorcan in that role. Dexter no. Loomis, no. Fabian Eichner, no. I think at some Bella, point... hell no. I think at some point you're going to have to do a Dexter Loomis versus Karrion Cross spooky sort of cinematic deal, right? October. Save it for Halloween Havoc. Yep. Now, Eichner as no. well. <laughs> no way. Uh, Swerve. Maybe, maybe they still got to got to build him up a bit. But I love the hit row thing. Uh, Dane. Yeah, probably not. It's a shame, but not. Maybe Kushida one day. Yeah. I'm- Skipping over the current champions as well because we've already had a champion versus champion winner take all match, and they were like, Cool, I've got both belts. Now what? 
Yeah, well, maybe Kushida will lose his title to Wahlberg and then beat Karrion Cross for the NXT title. That's what's going to happen. Call him my shot. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> Dunn, I would have said, would have been a great challenger, but no. Uh, oh, my God. His uh, his shoot name is Peter England. <laughs> oh, yeah, his gear was um, England-inspired because of the the uh, Euros going on at the moment. Yeah. Um. Jesus, so this is such. I mean, Thatcher. I mean, yes. do you want to have Thatcher and um? I, I think you could cross. They actually would have a really good match, but the feud would be interest. Well, not so interesting. Uh, I was going to say perhaps Champa, but that was Carrying Cross's first feud at In Your House last year, where yeah. he murdered Champa. No, I don't want to see a repeat of that. No. And um, Walter? Just, that's where I'm hoping Finn's going to go overseas and Finn beats spend a Walter, bit of time Walter, over there. Finn beats Walter, Walter beats Cross. I yep, wouldn't be that, opposed that, to it. That, that would be the best thing to do. I'm just trying to bring up the list of takeovers here to give us a rough idea of the next one. Which I think off the top of my head might be um might be Octoberish. Uh, oh, I think it'll be a bit earlier than that. Oh. Well Oh, yeah. they're doing a great American bash soon, aren't they? Um maybe. Yeah, because they had an ad for it on Takeover. There's Takeover. Um, well, in terms of uh, the actual name takeovers, next one in, uh, confirmed is August. So, uh, was uh, the it? SummerSlam one, yeah, that's right. Great American Bash is probably just going to be a um, TV thing. TV special. Yeah, like so, um, like the August one will be be like a summer, like over SummerSlam weekend, I think. Yeah, and then October, uh, War Games sort of time. Uh, not War Games. Um, uh, Halloween Havoc time, December War Games. So three more takes uh, takeovers during the year. Three more big title matches, mm. and this year alone, you've burnt. Uh, Finns had the title enough. Dunn's challenged twice now. O'Reilly and Cole have both challenged. Mm. So is Gargano, and he's had the title enough in the past, and it's just like, where to next? And, yeah, Swerve comes to mind. I would have said Knight if he had lost tonight. Maybe push Grimes there if he's going to leave Million Dollar Man alone. Maybe Uh, Bronson. Maybe Bronson. Because yeah. I don't, I don't think he's going to have the title for much longer. Yeah, that's the thing too. I'm not naming any of the the champs again because they've got gold, and if that changes, yeah, then they're an obvious choice. That's why I would have said Gargano for a good singles match. I wouldn't have had Gargano win, but it would have been a good program. Yeah, but you put him in a five way. Yeah, I was going to say maybe they could do something with Crack, uh, Cross and Escobar, but they did that. On TV. Yeah. 
they did that in a non-title uh, match when Escobar was still champion, and Escobar lost. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, unless you said you're going to bring in someone from the UK other than Walter. Looking at this list here, who do you want to bring in? Man, I don't even know half these people. <laughs> um, Dragunov, other than him and Walter. Yeah, Dragunov. Uh, yeah, Tyler Bate, sure. Um, oh, uh, I actually like Dave Mastiff. I think he's pretty good. Um, maybe one of the coffees, whichever one didn't get cancelled last year. I can't remember which one. Uh, why are they still on the roster? Uh, Wolfgang's still on the roster and he got cancelled last year. Man, th- I need to have a look at this w- and try to remember who got cancelled. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. yeah there's a few. Now, there's a few still there. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, maybe, maybe William Regal heads over to the UK and what becomes- relieves Johnny Sane of his duties. Yeah, relieves Johnny Sane of the duties that I've 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 read the NXT UK results and stuff every week, and I never even hear of Johnny Sane being there. Yeah, who knows? There he is. He's doing stuff. He's uh he's got Sid Scala still as the assistant. Oh, that's right. Because they're like, uh, help him. <laughs> oh, anyhow. Takeover. This felt more like a TV show for two hours than a two and a half hour takeover. Yeah. Yeah. Thumbs down. Yep. I agree. Thumbs down. Um, TV champ. I don't even really have anyone in mind because Raw was terrible. SmackDown was pretty much terrible in the ring. Dynamite uh, wasn't good. Go Home NXT wasn't good. This was good, but it was about it wasn't takeover good. It was TV good. AEW was all right. Um, let's see. Let's give it to Preston Ten Vance. He was in the main event with Hangman. All right, cool. Um, I don't think I've given one to this person yet, so I'll give it to Cameron Grimes. Ha <laughs> Cameron Grimes. To the moon. Didn't they have a special called To the Moon? And everyone was like, ah, oh, seems like a perfect time to put the championship on this guy. Let's not do that. I don't recall. I don't oh. recall. You could be r- right. You could be wrong. I don't <laughs> recall. I don't recall, Your Honor. I choose to plead the fifth and saying you know, anything that I may say may incriminate me further. Where is exactly. The... Oh, come on. Why is it all over the show? I hate you, bees. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's on here somewhere. Bloody pain in the ass making me do things. Come on. Because swore they had like a might have just even been a T-shirt that said like NXT to the moon. Yeah, I, I don't recall that. Uh, he's making me look it up on air now because I want to see if I'm right. 
I reckon all you'll get is a heap of pictures of Cameron Grimes. <laughs> Why are you haunting me? Ah, <laughs> uh, Ember Moon and Cameron Grimes. Thanks. I guess. Yeah. What? Why don't they pair those two up? And it's, and then like eventually you just explain that. Uh, Cameron Grimes isn't talking about to the moon in the sense of him going upwards. He just really wants to go visit Ember Moon somewhere. Uh, fair enough. Everything he's doing is for Ember. Every breath you take, I'm watching you. Okay, enough dilly dallying. Uh, where can good humans find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. At Fruities Alex, find us at Wrestle Oz Star with an AUS on Instagram, Twitter, search us up on Facebook, Wrestling Oz Star. And you can find Chris at at I'm Chris Funder. As well, you can go back, watch, uh, listen to the entire Wrestling Oz Star archive on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Weekly Wrestling Wednesday on YouTube, and using the RSS feed found in the show notes below for your podcast of choice, including Apple. Nothing left to say, but good day, and we'll speak to you next time. To the moon. <laughs> I just blew up a balloon here. Hang on. Ah. Oh. Fart noise. <laughs> yep, that was takeover. <laughs> <laughs>